and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we are here. It is, you know, school's in session. The leaves are starting to change color. Fall is here. And that is the perfect time. Orgy. Vapor transmission. Yeah. They go together. They sure do. It's been a while. It's been a while since we talked about orgy and people wanted to know, you got an orgy episode in the oven? Well, here it is, baby. It's out of the oven and ready for your hot ears. So we're going to talk all about vapor transmission today on the show. But before we get to that, we have got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Who is? Uh, So we got an email from Emil. Subject new slipknot album he said hey there probably you've heard from the new slipknot album we are not your kind which has been released on the 23rd of august i just wanted to ask if you will be doing a review about it in your podcast best regards emil we tend to do albums in order of release at this point as we record this we've only done the first three slipknot albums so if we do get around to this one it will be a while uh Mm -hmm. i personally have listened to it Jenny only listens to Slipknot albums when she has to for the show. That's right. No offense. Matt, have you given We Are Not Your Kind any sort of listen? Yes. I've listened from Nero Forte on. Okay. Because you had commented that uh, Nero Forte is nearly an all-timer Slipknot song. It's up there. It's definitely up there. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to start there. And I, I listened through and... I'm going to say that the boy's done it again. I think the boy's done it again. On my second listen, it did feel like the second half slows down a little too much before it picks up again. Um, I don't mind a slow boy, but I feel like they have them a couple stacked too close to each other. And so getting back to the big um, blowout of Solway Firth is... uh, I like Solway Firth. I like it, but it, it's one of those things where you kind of had to dig through the weeds a little bit to get back up there. I get that. I like it as a closer, one of their better closers. Right now, I think overall it might be better than The Great Chapter, but I don't think there's anything on it that's as good as Custer off The Great Chapter. But overall, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun one. It's a good one. Jenny? We'll see what we come to in a hundred years when we listen <laughs> right. to the album on the show. Indeed. When Ronan's uh, walking across the stage. Oh, man. He'll be getting that diploma and I'll be like, oh, man, are we doing, are we recording another Slipknot episode on Monday? We finally get into, we He'll are not be giving a speech. He'll be like, as my dad said this week in his Roach Coach podcast. <laughs> We are not your kind. Just, he'll haunt his whole senior class. Oh, boy. In a hundred years. In a hundred years. <laughs> Time's going to be different. School's going to get longer. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. And uh, we also got uh, feedback on Linnea 77 and our episode about them. Jenny, what do people have to say? Oh, did we ever? From Twitter, Jaeger says, I'm always more excited to listen to episodes when I know the Bandit album. Yet... When it's something I've never heard, I always finish the episode with a sense of gratification knowing I've learned something. Hashtag Roach Ride and Dirt Day. 
Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, thank you. Over on Instagram, Scribble said, Music is decent. Vocals are unfucking bearable. Thank you, Scribble. Daddy69 says some real scatological lyrics on this one. Dare we call it a scat boy? Also, that tongue lyric? Hashtag butt huffing. Hashtag media mail. Hashtag big thrifting. Thank you very much. Thank you. Over on Facebook, Alejandra said, I recommended the album Ketchup Suicide a couple years back because this album is a hard listen, but we all have to start somewhere. I think when you finally get to Ketchup Suicide, you'll hear a growth in their sound. You know, it really hit me when reading this comment about how long we've been doing this show that people can say, I recommended this album a couple years ago. Yep. Yes, yes. Uh, John Carpet says, I used to get a bad taste in my mouth when bands unabashedly ripped off Deftones, but now I think it's my favorite genre. Uh, David Brown said, I remember my ex-girlfriend being mad about these. I quite liked Ketchup Suicide, but this album just sounded like adrenaline-era Deftones played by the first-year class at a school for the deaf. Ooh. Ooh. At the time, anyway, it's been a while, to quote one of Jenny's favorite bands. Ooh, Jenny. <laughs> okay, you got me, David. Uh, Greg Alexander Neville says, Kilgore, A Search for a Reason. When? It's a good, it's a good question, <laughs> it's Greg. It's such a succinct comment, and we got a YouTube video of this, and I, I don't know. When? I, I don't know. I don't know when. Maybe sometime soon. Maybe not. I don't know. It's all, uh, it, it's really hard to predict what we're going to do next, even for us people that plan it. It's just what, what we're feeling in the wind. Is it Kilgore? Maybe. I don't know. But one day, let's say one day, it will be. Sure thing. Elric said, if butt pirates are chasing after them, does that mean they were avoiding a butt dive? Whoa. I do hope you guys get around to catch up suicide at some point. Sounds solid from what I've heard. Uh, right. I like this comment for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, avoiding pirates to get away from a butt dive. But also, sounds solid from what I've heard. Sounds like he has not heard Ketchup Suicide, but has heard rumors that it is good. We've heard rumors, too. And now I kind of want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Fuller says, if Roach Coach is building a new metal house with a manager's mantle, then I want to live in the butt rock basement. <laughs> Garrett, want more for yourself. <laughs> uh, Shane says, y'all slept on 90 degrees. It was turned off early. The strongest chorus in the album gets skipped. Then Lauren talks about the lack of strong choruses. It's going to be a couple shows until you listen to a better song. Deserves a revisit. In my humble opinion. Thank you, Shane. Uh, thank you, uh, Shane. <laughs> Jeffrey Thomas says, call me shit, call me motherfucker. But all today I found myself wanting to preface things I said with that. <laughs> call me shit, call me motherfucker. But it just seems like the best way to start a sentence. That way, if anyone calls you shit or a motherfucker, they'll know they didn't catch you off guard. It's very true. It's a really good point. Call me shit, call me motherfucker, but that's a really good point. So true. So true. So true. And that's it for Who's Tweeting. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. I would be remiss if I did not mention that we have a little thing going on called the Twisted 2 Hundo, the Hundo Never Dundo. Hundo Never Dundo. <laughs> hundo Never Dundo. 
in which uh, we're looking to get 200 reviews on iTunes, um, at which point we will do a special episode all about the horror core group, Twisted. With whose a Z. Name, with a Z, whose name I'm constantly trying to spell correctly. I may never spell it correctly. That's just because I'm a little older. I'm not caught up. Well, you're going to we, be way older. <laughs> when we finally do the episode. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, help us get up to that uh, 200 reviews. Give, leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars would be very nice. Say why you like the show. And we get to 200. We do that Twisted app. We'll twist it up. Maybe at that point I will know how to spell their name. I mean, we just have to practice a lot. Yeah. That's a, every day I'll just pull out my pen and paper and just write it out and say, up, oh, not today. Try wait, again tomorrow. Wait, guys. Uh-huh. Breaking news. Oh, Are no. we at 200? <laughs> We're at 200. No, I like it. 114. Oh, okay. That's uh, better than I thought. That's pretty uh, good. It seems that the identity identity of Tortilla Man may have been cracked. <gasps> Tortilla Man from Slipknot? Who is it? Who? My friends. Uh, they are saying that it is multi-instrumentalist Michael Pfaff who played keyboards with Slipknot's Sean Clown Crayon in the band Dirty Little Rabbits. There's a Redditor who looked at his shoes and then the shoes of Tortilla Man and has matched them up. And then um, the guitarist uh, really let out a... Uh, he's a really great pianist. and uh, So wait... It's not just like two men with the same shoes. This is the newest dirt on right. the who is Tortilla Man saga. All right. But will the not ever admit it? I think I they're having know. too fu- too much fun at this point to admit it. You know, let these Redditors go nuts. Let them go crazy trying to figure this out. Meanwhile, Slipknot, they're just touring and having a blast, ripping it up. All right, you guys. It's the album of the week. It's Vapor Transmission by Orgy. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on October 10th, 2000. Thick of it. It's the thick of it. That's right. It is the thick of it. Uh, Jenny, history with Vapor Transmission and, and a quick recap of your history with Orgy. Um, well, I had a very intense history with uh, Blue Monday. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I listened to that with my best friend when somebody had wronged me. I don't I didn't have any uh, relationship with this album that I could remember. But there were a couple songs that I do know that I heard, I think, in films based on uh, some of the wikipedia I did. Never listened to this album in its entirety until the show. But there were a few songs that I was familiar with. Lauren. I was in college when this album came out, my freshman year. I was uh, working at the college radio station. We got a copy of this bad boy, and I was very excited to get that into my hot little hands. Uh, I remember that I uh, was uh, bragging, such a lame brag, bragging around the dorm that I'd gotten myself a little advanced copy of the new Orgy album. And my RA said... What do the songs sound like? Orgy? And I was like, man. <laughs> what a what a what a burn. Your what RA a burn. came for you that he, day. Let me tell you, that guy, that guy had no scruples. He was he he brought the hammer down on me. He was that like, is 
fucking savage. I have to say he fucked you up. He fucked me up pretty bad with that one. I remember like kind of looking at my hands like, what am I doing with everything here? Freshman year is brutal. <laughs> that's that's really mean. Wow. What does it sound like? Orgy? Orgy? <laughs> oh. oh. And you don't have the wherewithal at that age to be like, why do you live in the dorm, you fucking weirdo? <laughs> Honestly, it seemed like he was he was living the life because he had his own room. He had they no roommates. Cool. They He's... seem cool. My RA freshman year was named Melanie. I thought she was the best. And now I look back and I'm like, what a fucking weird person. Why would you choose that life? No, he that was... RA life. Yeah, that RA life is not a good life. Yeah, he had his own room. I remember, though, he was uh, the cool RA because he would roll in and make fun of how badly everyone hid their alcohol. Like, he would go in and just walk in a room and open a random drawer and pull out, like, like a, a vodka bottle, and he would just shake his head like, this is where you hit it? And then he would drop it in and then walk away. Like, well, it sounds like he was making fun of a lot of people. He was... I think he was just going around just, like, giving everybody the business and uh but also you know letting people drink so that was kind of cool for everybody um i believe he was actually someone that my roommate mccarty knew from his hometown i don't know for sure anymore this is just something that's coming in not important anyway that is my history with vapor transmission was uh, hearing i mean yeah and i heard it a bunch of times and i remember enjoying it at the time met nas there's a single on this that i know but I don't know what that song is at this point. We'll find out. Jenny, what are these genre tags here? Oh, the genre tags? Don't even get me started while I go back to that <laughs> It's industrial rock, uh, new metal, and electropunk. Electropunk? I feel yeah. this is the first album we've done with an electropunk. It's the first tag. time I recall saying electropunk out loud in my life, <laughs> so <laughs> I think you might be right. Uh, you guys, you uh, when you were planning the wedding, you didn't say at any point. Listen, we need to have some electro punk played. I mean, during not the recession, but mm. today is another day. So. Oh, it is, it is. Um, I'll ask you now what you were probably looking up before, Jenny. Who's in orgy on this album? Uh, that would be Jay Gordon on lead vocals and engineering, Ryan Chuck on guitars and backing vocals, Amir Durak. <laughs> on keyboards, there backing vocals, and engineering. Paige Haley on bass and backing vocals, and Bobby Hewitt on drums and backing vocals. There you have it. I have a physical copy of the CD here. It was a big thrift. Picked it up from Second and Charles for a sweet $4.95. You didn't take the promo copy that you got burned talking about? Listen, clearly it hurt me more than I realized since I did not. <laughs> take the promo copy i i left it i think i might have had a burned like a burned a copy but i did not have the copy at the time album cover we've got what looks to be like digital liquid face red eyes very post matrix looking inside we have all the members of the band looking like um animated like video game animated people Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, an interesting thing. Also, incredibly tiny font for these lyrics. Thank you for including the lyrics, but my eyes do not thank you for this font size. 
And uh, you also have this picture of uh, any of you guys Star Trek fans? Any Star Trek fans? The original I liked when I was a kid. So uh, nobody watched The Next Generation or any of the later? I, no, I watched a little bit of The Next Generation. Uh, doesn't it look like they are standing in the holodeck in this yeah. uh, other picture? A bit, yes. Yeah, getting a little bit of a holodeck Star Trek vibe. It also does seem like they are wearing like Borg jumpsuits or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a lot of uh, interesting imagery there. They are still maintaining the uh, O symbol from the Candy S album. Jenny, who's producer on this album? Uh, the producer, I'll say first of all, Orgy. Then David Kane and Josh Abraham. Whoa. Hey, that's right. We got a couple different people working on this record. We got Orgy saying, get us behind the boards. We, we got this. But also, David Kahn, most famously, the producer for Sugar Ray. I see. Mm-hmm. And also, he's the guy who ruined the strokes. I always like to point that out. And uh, Josh Abraham, who, I mean, a regular occurrence here on the show. Josh is always around getting involved in some new metal insanity. Um, got some reviews, quite a few reviews here, Jenny. Alternative Press, five out of five stars. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Billboard the, is positive. Billboard positive. On the other end, Enemy. Four out of ten. Spin <laughs> magazine, six out of ten. Wall of sound, fifty-eight out of a hundred. They gave themselves <laughs> like a grade school testing scale. God, like, that's so incremented. I mean, fifty-eight, that's uh that's an F, right? That's more I always that's had an, a problem with this. Okay. That's but, more than half good. How is it it a failure? You did more than half of it right? This is a valid point. It is true. Yeah, a 58 and lower is considered a fail. But you did most of it correctly. So to me, that seems unfair. It does. And uh, you know what? It's been a while, Jenny. But we've got a review from our boy, Robert Kreisgau. Do we ever? I would love for you to read this review. Uh, Robert gave it a C and he says aiming to fill the queen hole by injecting video games, sci-fi and Radiohead Sonics into a pop metal base. The corn protégés form a startling vision of a future world in which communications technology has been turned against us, becoming a tool for government surveillance rather than personal convenience. Gosh, how'd they think of that? Heavy is a mission with them, I guess. Glam, too. You should see their costumes. Bowie does Star Trek 1974. When it gets this silly, it can be fun sometimes. So who's laughing? See. Pretty savage from our boy Robert. But he gave it... He gave Candy Ass a bomb, if you recall. I do. So he liked this one better than that? I guess... You know, the thing that I found, you know, reading... I I highly recommend, if you are at all as interested in Robert Kreisgau as I am. If you go to Kreisgau's website, which Jenny does not enjoy looking at, I can tell it, you, it's you, you're not, it's not great. Um, he has a thing called Kreisgau says, and uh, where he answers um, 
letters that readers write into him. And he gets into his uh, methodology of reviewing. He gets in all this stuff. And he is a snarky dude. But it seems to be that if he gives you a bomb and then gives your next record at least a write-up, he at least was somewhat interested in it. If he's throwing a bomb... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jenny. I I would just like to ask you, how does he spell Kreisgau says? Oh, he spells it X-G-A-U. And then what? And then says he spells (laughs) S-E-Z. What? Matt, Matt, I want you to look at that on the backdrop of this (laughs) website. Lycos just returned these results from... This is very much a man from a different age. This is Internet (laughs) 1.0. Yeah, it's too much, but gotta love him. Gotta love Robert. Uh, So there you have those reviews. Those are the producers. Those are the genre tags. Uh, That's who's in the band. I think we've hit just about everything. I think it's... uh, it's time to dive in. I think you're right. Uh, the first track is called Vapor Transmission Intro. X-Ray Delta-1, this is Mission Control for Vapor Transmission. All systems set and ready to launch. Ready to launch. Insert bloopy sounds. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, if you want to go to 118, they drop a beat. Oh, at 118, (laughs) a beat. Here we go. You want the worst. You got the worst. What does this sound like? Orgy? They have set the mood. They have set a mood. Absolutely. If you aren't ready for bloopy boys and synthetic bass, then you're in the wrong fucking place. They let you know. It's not like... Hey, you're walking hey. into a butcher. If you're vegan, you better get the fuck out. Hey, you're 2000s person inside of a music warehouse. You, you had them crack this open and you put on that track one. You're either putting those headphones down or strapping them on for the rest of the night. So I'm there you go. We so we tired. Matt, you're so tired, but it's okay. You <laughs> we've set a mood here. We've set a mood here. We know we're in for vapor transmissions. It's the witching. It is midnight. <laughs> we're listening to orgy after midnight. Oh boy. Uh, no one tell my wife, please. Yeah, no one tell my Soon to be husband. We're listening to Orgy after midnight. Don't let him know. You're uh, in the dark store. All right. So we set a mood. What's the next song, Jenny? The next song is Sucker Face.
Jenny, thoughts and soccer face. Very orgy. Sounded super familiar to me. I do know that this was a single from the album. I don't want to hop to my website, but it did contain the favorite comment I've ever seen for a song. Jenny, let's just get right into these comments in songmeanings.com. I'm going to read you my favorite mm-hmm. one. It has, okay. they, they were, the comments on this album were insane. They're crazy. They're maybe the most insane comments I've ever seen. They're really up there. I I uh I really uh, I don't think we've ever talked about what it is to be an orgy fan. Like what's that called? <laughs> you know, like a an orger, an orger. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, you know, but they're uh, they're a wild bunch. They are. I will tell you what. In I want to say on May twenty fifth. 2016 uh eric 101534 says it literally is a song about hillary clinton whoa and that is my favorite songmeetings.com comment to date uh, what did you think of this song lauren you know this is a hot open it's got a hot drop it's got those cool guitar noises that that's that's my shit right there so i was like yep it sounds like lasers it's got cool guitar filters and stuff it's tight. It sounds super cool. Jay Gordon is doing his Jay Gordon thing. Um, we're playing up this sort of hedonistic bisexual vibe, you know, talking about the ladies love you and sometimes the gentlemen too. It's like, you know, this right on the edge. It's like, um, I'm trying to think of an example, Matt, you could probably think of one of like, if, if ministry is like the R-rated version, then orgy is like the PG-13 edgy, you know? Uh, I don't know if ministry is the best one-to-one on this, but it's sort no, of I, like, I yeah. Would, you've Go kind of got like the harder edge with Manson, mm-hmm. you know, because of how much electronics that he puts in. But yeah, this is very shiny. But at the same time, there was so much stuff that was shinier than this. Like it doesn't go that hard, like aqua route you know what mm-hmm. i mean right right, right. But yeah it's still like pretty polished incredibly well produced a little bit of an edge but you're not going full on like frontline assembly right you're mm-hmm. not going down even fear factory like you're not going down that route you're staying a lot more in the electronic lane yeah, I mean, the thing more about it was that there was, going back to like Blue Monday, Blue Monday has like a pretty hard stomp to it. And this right away, with that with that opening guitar, whatever noise filter, it seems like, oh, okay, they're still getting a little edgy, but then it's immediately smoothed out. And I remember thinking like, oh, this could play at like a wild, and I'm making quotation mark with my fingers, wild fashion show. You know, like, oh, yes. this is the edgy part of the fashion show. But uh, I like your interpretation of a fashion show. Oh, yes. As someone who's done a lot of fashion shows and been to a lot of fashion shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I'm always trying to find out what's the new hot look on the runway. And I did watch like four seasons of America's Next Top Model. So um, I'm kind of an expert. That's just true. Saying. Look. I'm just saying. 
to look at me, you'd see that I'm an expert. Yeah. I'm wearing a camo shirt right now. Boom. <laughs> got him. You got him. Fashion. There you have it. Uh, let's, let's just keep moving. Let's do it. All right. Up next, we've got the Odyssey. Guys, we're rocking. We're rocking. And this is also a very explicit Wicked Sheeple song. There's no time for sleep, so motherfucker, come on. Welcome to the Odyssey. Welcome to the Odyssey. Welcome to the Odyssey. You yeah. said we're rocking. Matt was screaming, yikes. Yes. I just want to get both of your opinions on this. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, you know, it's about fake people along with being sheeple. I didn't intend for that to rhyme, but it did. Uh, <laughs> slight androgyny, so it's still pretty safe. There's a cool bridge in the song that's, uh, I think, the best part of the song. We're just moving along. I I find that giving these songs lyrics an intense look does it no favors because once again it's like it's just a touch too removed from actual edge with Marilyn Manson he's he's going so far over the edge he's removing his rib to suck his own dick he's ripping pages out of a bible mm-hmm. he's doing whatever and then on the other end is Orgy who's like oh, we'll put a motherfucker in here and we'll switch a line up so the line will be you traded in your high school ring to get away from the pom-pom boys and the jockstrap girls like that's that's the that's the little twist. That's it's like a, a little bit. That's a that's a pegging. Yeah, reference. but yeah. but that's like about it. Otherwise, it's it's pretty safe. You could play this. I feel like you could play this for your yeah in the car with your mom, and it wouldn't really throw anything off. Or you could play <laughs> it at another really intense fashion show. <laughs> just a fucking fashion show, man. Just... You could put this on. This is when like. The bustier has motorcycle handles coming up. There it is. She's driving herself down the runway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I let you know what Simeon Coyla thought about this song? Absolutely. Please. High school is a long, toilsome journey we embark on to find our way home mm-hmm. with all sorts of dangers and diversions along the way. Parentheses, super pill equals either attention deficit medication or just plain old recreation drugs. The journey of high school is being likened to the poem The Odyssey by the Greek poet Homer. This is probably Jay's description of how high school was for him. I bet he was pretty weird in high school. Probably felt like someone from another time and or dimension. Coming from the 30th century, perhaps? Is this a 30th century take? (laughs) I'm a 30th century boy. Yeah, maybe. In the in the 30th century, man, 
It's the pom pom boys and the jockstrap girls. Yeah, don't yeah. even get me started on the 30th century. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite comment was from Gleets. Oh no, I'm sorry, it's Glitz, but with a Z. <laughs> Read it wrong. Who said, I'm not sure, but it's pretty. That's my best uh, attempt to read that with all the misspellings. <laughs> they did their best. They did their best. All right. Up next, we've got Opticon. <laughs> Stroke. That's what it is. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Wow. Lauren, they did say fashion in this, so I guess I was wrong to question your fashion for Opticon. I'm just telling you, I'm seeing the hottest looks on this runway all set to Opticon. The message from Opticon is what is in and what is out this season. Mm, scrunchies in. Pop collars still in, sadly. I hate to break it to you. Is that true? I don't fucking know. Uh. Shirts on shirts, out. Out. <laughs> yeah. Fabrics, in. in. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, speaking of fashion, I don't really think too much about uh, what I wear anymore because I'm a dad now. So it's, you know, I'm not really thinking about those things too much anymore. But um, I offhandedly mentioned something about uh, shirt shopping and someone in my improv group went, are you just going to buy a bunch of black tees? And I was like, fucking hey, I haven't been savage like that since my freshman year RA. God damn. <laughs> wow. Just laying it out on me. All right. Should, I can you should it. share with them several articles of successful Silicon Valley founders who wear a uniform. They do. Also, you know who else wore the same outfit every day and incredibly successful? Pee Wee Herman. And Albert Einstein. And... I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jason Manzukas. Jason Manzukas. Jason Manzukas. Um, so we all agree that the beginning sounds like The Stroke by Billy Squire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I called Pokin. <laughs> Pokin? You called oh. it Pokin? I was recently, this is a, a bit of a detour. I'll take it. Okay. I was recently out to uh, dinner with Sweet Mitchell and we went to a place that we sometimes go and... Uh, Stroken came up as the next song that was going to be played on the jukebox by Billy Squire. And I was like, oh, God, this song reminds me of block parties that my parents would have. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, this song is very weird. And every time it would play, I would think all the adults were going to like have sex. And he was like, really? But I was imagining the song Stroken. 
That's oh, the stroke into the east? Yes. Stroke into the west? Because they used to play that at the block party. Oh, God. And that it was the gross. Lauren, song. do you know this song? I don't think I know this song, no. Oh, oh my God. Buddy, get ready. Clarence Carter. <laughs> Here stroke he When I start making love, I don't just make love. They play I this at every block party <laughs> in my <laughs> block. Of what? Bad. I be stroking. What? <laughs> Stroke it to the east, what? And I it to the west, and I stroke it to the woman that I love the best. I be stroking. This was a mild hit. This jack off jam. Oh, this was a mild hit to the world. An absolute every summer at my neighborhood's block Banger. party hit. Oh my god. I thought every person in the world knew this song. I fucking know this song because of roller skating. I I have never heard this song before. I don't even know what to make of it. This is. Have you ever made love on a couch? Sure, yeah, but I wouldn't make a song about it. I mean. Have you ever made love on the back seat of a car? I mean, is this guy gonna run through every surface you can do it on? No, you didn't. <laughs> but if I ever wind up in that situation, gonna look am at that I cop? ever going to say that? Oh, I was stroking. Um, yeah. I am I am horrified <laughs> and scarred forever so hearing this song. The Stroke or whatever it's called. Billy Squire's The Stroke, which Great is... Great song. A completely different song. That is what I Much thought. Much less traumatizing. I was, I was trying to tell Mitch how creepy the song was, and he was like, what? This is the stroke. Now everybody, have you heard? If you're in the game, then the stroke's the word. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm, I'm not wrong. The stroke is... Um, isn't that the main sample on 99 Problems? I believe it is, and Eminem just pretty much ripped it almost whole cloth. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. That guy loves to take a classic rock song and then, you know, spit 9,000 words on top of it. Uh, <laughs> ah, take so, that, em. Take it. Take He's it. He's hurting uh, somewhere. He's in a ditch. Ow. 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 Why do I hurt? Bert, um, shirt, <laughs> Kurt, so, alert. And he just looks really like sad and concerned the whole time. But he can't stop. But he riding. can't because it's like just fueling his fire. Fire. Uh, so this song seems to be about <laughs> posers. Take that, posers. Um, and Which one? All of them. All of the posers. Um, but then I have to say... Opticon's not a word. So it did feel a little bit like I wrote in my notes, they're just trying to create new verbiage. Like it's 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 kind of a bold move, you know? Like um Fear Factory, they create these characters like Edge Crusher, and then they call the songs that, you know, but I still have like a storyline to go with it. This is like Opticon. It almost feels like they've cr- tried to create like a name brand. 
like message from Opticon. Opticon is here to lead us. Opticon is in control. That's that's some extra work that normally you don't do where you have to not only, you know, write lyrics to a song, but also create like a brand name that works as a chorus. I don't are know they, if I'm impressed or not, but I guess I am. I guess I am. Are they trying to pull like a Kilroy, Mr. Roboto vibe yeah, here? I think that is what they're trying to go for. All Absolutely. they did was lead us to several stroke songs. That, let me tell you, <laughs> to go back to that song for a second, Jenny, the I cannot stroking? believe this the stroking song. Which I one? cannot the one that was played at these block parties when you were a oh, child. Everyone. One, I cannot believe that that was played around children. Two, you were completely justified in being very afraid every time you heard it because <laughs> I was worried listening to it. I, I they, very upsetting. One year they had a a costume party and the people at the end of the street who were like the cool parents. Uh, they dressed as like one of them was like Roller Girl and the other was Dirk Diggler. Oh no. Uh, and then somebody like else like down the block who was like, they will not out sexy us. We're like Adam and Eve, but they just had long t shirts like painted with just leaves. I'm pretty sure my whole block was like boning. Mad swingers. <laughs> oh, I, God. yeah, I just would go home at a certain point and be like, <laughs> like everybody <laughs> leave me alone. Oh my gosh. Regardless, uh, we got an album to get through. We do. Um, I thought there was one good comment. Um, Digital Stitches says Opticon is the media, and it's talking about how the industry tries to mold artists into what they think is good to make more money. Read it again. You'll see. Winky face. Listen All to right. that. Tell, tell me to wake up Sheeple in the goddamn comments. There we oh, go. Boy. Well, Sheeple got to wake up. Sometimes they need more than one alarm. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next, we've got Fiction, Dreams in Digital. She's lost in coma. so this was the lead single from the album had uh, a music video where uh kind of some matrix stuff going on but um jenny you watch videos every now and again did you happen to watch this video or uh Mm-mm. no watching a lot of these videos you you do realize who can act pretty quick and who is, you know, just figuring out. I, I was thinking the other day about uh, one of the Edema videos I think we watched where it was pretty clear that everyone wasn't really 100% sure how to sit in a car. It just seemed a little uncomfortable. And so 
there's a moment near the end of this video where um, there's this lady. She's napping in cyberspace, dreaming in digital in the most literal way possible. And she shows Jay Gordon her army of digital men who are going to do something, I guess. And Jay goes like, oh. Like, and, and I remember thinking, you know what? He had, he had to convey a lot in like a second. And he did it. He fucking nailed it. So good for him. Also, the band, this band knows how to pose. This band knows, this band is all about the poses. Top-notch posing from everybody in the band when they're rocking out in this video. If you well, are they're like, ready to play a fashion show. You have to be ready. You've got to like strike a pose. In, in D2, when they go, when they sneak in through the clothing, neither I forget that neither one of you have seen D2. Wait a minute. So there is a modeling <laughs> scene in the Mighty Ducks movie? Yes, the second one, because they have to go to Hollywood, and they're on Rodeo Drive. They call it Rodeo Drive, and then they say that they're Aaron Spelling's nephews. They get into a fancy store, and they're like, our mother, Tori Spelling, she needs clothes, so they have models model for them. And they're dreaming in digital. And then they play Orgy. <laughs> well, of course they do. Absolutely. Jenny, what'd you think of this song? It sounded familiar. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. I think all of these songs are like pretty good. I'm not getting a single new metal vibe from any one of them, though. I have it- to say that. It's 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 weird is that it, it yeah, you get this almost like I think like on the first like actual song, what was that song called? Sucker Face. Um, which is I think also maybe the most new metal sounding title on this album. You almost get like a new metal thing, but it's it's too smoothed out. This song makes sense as a single because I think it's very representative of the album, but it has the poppiest, hookiest chorus. Honestly, I think the best chorus of the whole album. Um this this one just is very smooth seems to be about as far as i can guess being in love with a digital woman perhaps a creator in love with their creation that's the best that i could come up with well divine eggplant said computer addict plain and simple sucked into a fantasy world wherein fiction rules digital stitches says the song which recently peaked at number seven on billboard magazine's modern rock charts (laughs) is about is about idolatry of cartoon characters, according to Gordon. It's based on virtual beings that humans are getting really attached to, he said. In Japan, they're getting really connected to these virtual stars, so to speak. They're, like, huge. It just kind of freaks me out. Glorified cartoons, but it's cool. That's what Jay said it was actually written about, winky face. But individual interpretation is always a good thing. Digital stitches, you son of a bitch. You fucking son of a bitch. You know what? Oh, God. Here's Shut what, your mouth, digital stitches. Here's what Jay said, but if you want to have your own interpretation. That's great, too. That's no, cool, no. too. Go ahead. Oh, oh. Do, you, you have an interpretation? That's neat. That's fun. <laughs> sip. Oh, eat a fucking sip. sandwich, digital stitches. Oh, di- you know, at first I thought digital stitches was a narc, but he's just a motherfucker. Oh, God, he's so confident and I hate it. Oh, he's got these charts, he stats. Why are the beautiful people around him? Oh, ah. He's so strong. He's so strong. All right, let's get away from digital stitches. Uh, let's move on to the next song on this album. It's called Eva. Thank you. 
Jenny, thoughts on Eva? This just seemed like a really straight ahead pop song to me. I liked it. I didn't have any strong feelings about it either way. I did find out that it's about Josh Abraham's late mother. Mm-hmm. So I saw that in the comments and then I decided to verify. Trust and verify. Trust as, and verify. As yeah, Dan well, Savage always says. I mean, in the comments, things did get a little heated in revealing this information. Uh, Alpha Omega RX said, This song is about Ava, one of the band members' mothers. She died, and the band was really close to her. And digital fucking stitches <laughs> rolled digital in stitches. and said, It wasn't a band member's mother, twit. It was Josh Abrahams, a very close friend slash producer of theirs. So you can assume that this person is easily in their 70s or 80s. They're calling Digi- somebody a, a twit. twit. You twit. No, this guy saw like, uh, you know what's cool? British people. What's a British <laughs> insult? Twit. I think like cunt is a British insult. Right. <laughs> But no, like they watched one Monty Python sketch and they're like, oh, they call him a twit. Perfect. Let me get the song yeah. meanings and cut down some motherfuckers. <laughs> Can't um, wait to get there. I, uh, you know, I like this one. I dug the melody. I like that they slowed it down. I like that this was about something more tactile, actual loss in life. We're not just talking about weird fashion opticon <laughs> made up shit this one you know? wouldn't be in a fashion show no this one it would not this is probably one of the few non-fashion show songs on this album um so yeah i like this one i like i like heartfelt orgy more than i expected to so there you have it che- right. uh, matt Nas, quickly checking in with you i have i'm formulating thoughts and opinions that i'm not ready to express yet i felt like this was much more of a rocker i'm gonna say rocker Mm -hmm. compared to kind of like the electronic boopy boys that they've been giving us prior to this i mean yes there is an electronic oeuvre to the song um but this one was more of a straight ahead rock song to me all right all right up next we've got 107 This is Halloween, this is Halloween. <laughs> Dracula Immersion. It's about this constant addiction. About this greater demand. As I reach for the laugh with only seconds left, I'm getting deeper. It's about this constant addiction About this greater demand As I reach for the laugh With only seconds left I'm getting deeper Alright Lauren, Lauren, where's your head at with this? Listen, man <laughs> this song first of all i this took me back to listening to this album in college and always thinking 
that I was on the ride. I'm rocking out. I'm enjoying it. And then this is the song that slow drum starts at the top. And I go, oh, this is where the album starts to lose me a little bit. Because we're getting this haunted house vibe. Total haunted house vibe. Like, And then he's doing the... It's a bad... He's doing the creepy voice. Right. You know? Welcome to the orgy house of horrors. That's right. Put your hand in this bowl to feel brains. <laughs> but it you know? is brains. It oh. is brains. Put your hand into this bowl to feel eyeballs. But I hope it's actually eyeballs. I hope no one on this tour has a heart condition like this. <laughs> everybody dies. And everybody gets murdered. Mm, it's a it short all, tour. It is a quick tour. Uh, Short, shorty. Shorty. It also has the line that is, it's one of those things where if you gotta say it, it's probably not true. We're the people who fuck with your mind. <laughs> the king doesn't have to remind people he's the king. That's why he's got his crown. Mm-hmm. That's why the people who it. fuck with your mind have those mind-fucking sticks they whap you on the head with. Like, oh, that one's fucking with my mind. You didn't have to tell me. He just showed me. Uh, this album makes me angry. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, Matt, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of emotions from this album. Anger, not one I would expect. Please. The, in 2000, the this type of electronic meets industrial meets um, like new metal. The plane is landed almost like... Most of the big stuff in the goth industrial scene that I remember was all heading towards V and V Nation and like Covenant and stuff like that. It was this sound had been around for a long, long time. And what makes me angry is how fucking good it sounds. That orgy, you know, like the production on this is so good. But so many of like the strong albums, like I'm thinking of like Pop Will Eat Itself, Dos, Dados Mi Amigos, sounds fucking terrible in comparison. Because it was like almost self-produced on old Macs that were basically dying when they made it. That I hear this album and it is so slick. And like if this would have come out in 96, would have ruined everything in a good way like it just would have been a monolith of genre and style but when it gets here i'm like the faint came out with an album last year that i think is better than this i feel like the faint was more like raw and messy and Uh, just like but incorporating electronics in that way yeah. yeah yeah you know like that orgy i think kind of is doing there i think that is the point though it's much more exciting than this very route formulaic kind of heard it before style that orgy's copping to Mm. maybe Mm. this is the ra and the faint is the dorm boy (laughs) this does seem very like there is something about this that's just like it's good. It sounds good. Yeah. I'm here for most of it, but like what am I here for? Well, what I'm also you... 
they're just like kind of like lazy. I feel like they're lazily like just like caressing their chests on top of a shirt. Yeah, it, this yeah. whole album. Yeah. This feels like that was a great party, right? Remember when we did this? This is like talking about the great party we had when Blue Monday was a hit. Like, it doesn't feel like like a going for its second album. Correct. It feels like, uh, yeah, we'll do what we did. We'll just slick it up a little bit, but we're not, we're not gonna. I mean, God, to go back to that RA man. I mean, what does it sound like? Orgy? Yep, that's it. Songmeanings.com. No surprise, the Your digital s- back. digital stitches <laughs> perpetual. He said it's a hundred and seven ways to get laid. Sh- shut up. Shut. Up. <sighs> it might be. Oh my gosh! And then, um, uh, Simeon Koila, is that am I saying that right? Simeon Koila, uh, says it seems to be about shyness, about wanting to hit to someone about something. In this, like in this case, sex, but being unable to actually say it. I've had a lot of experience with that sort of thing myself. When I want to say something, but I'm unable to think of the right way to imply it, I see it happen to a lot of other people, too. Uh, slanty, sad face. Um, quite a weird brag. I, I've had a lot of experience of trying to infer sex and it not being communicated properly. Yeah. I mean, look. Just come to a block party at my parents' house. Yeah, apparently you don't got to imply shit. It's just nope. it's a free for all. <laughs> it's 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 put out there for you. All right. Up next, got a song called Dramatica. How dare a song we call Dramatica? By the way. Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia <laughs> Dramatica. A bird. No. Hollow bone cleats that can fly. I cut their sparkle from the runway. <gasps> Lauren, it's about fashion. <laughs> Nothing's wrong, but it's just not right. The three of us in the naked night. No chance for psychotic solutions. Lost in this three-way dimension. Imagine you as me, and I'll tell you just what I'm thinking—that it feels like you, feels like I, feels like we do, and it feels like, feels like I, feels. The song is a cautionary tale <laughs> of never ever have a three-way with the lead singer of Orgy while he's high, because he is gonna get not just dramatic but dramatica on ya. He's gonna start talking about this experience lost in the three-way dimension, dude. You just had a three-way, bro. It's cool. I'm proud of you. Relax. Who hasn't had a threesome and not written a song about it? 
I gotta say, I thought this was a cautionary tale of not reading the comments. I think, I, think, I think the people that have had threesomes and then not written a song about it end up having a second threesome. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> if you are loudly public about... Look, if you're in a band named Orgy and you're bragging about having a threesome. It seems like a step back. I suppose you do need to dress for the job you want. So, like a great (laughs) band name. I'm getting there two chicks at the same time at a time. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Let's, you know, if we just do, we factor that out. Good Lord. Uh, The... The comments on songmeanings.com just really spiral out of control. And I, I don't know how much you want to get into this argument, but uh, it's, um, I mean, no one calls anybody a twit, but uh, the edge from U2 rolls in and basically tells somebody, no, you're wrong. This song is a continuation of the song Dizzy from the first album. How would you do anything to be known? And then, they, but then they say, "I like your thought, though." Like it starts off very aggressive, and then they sw- switch it around. Uh, but then, uh, and then somebody says, uh, "Somebody named Dead says I agree with you too." I think it's about a girl who give her sex for nothing, like a whore. That's not what a whore does, uh, without realizing <laughs> what she was doing. And um, and then Live somebody in says, "Silence." Oh, read this one, Jenny. I couldn't agree any less. <laughs> This song is an extension of the Dizzy idea, but goes more in depth with the situation. I think I was in this situation once, caught in a moment of chance with a pretty lady. Just me, her, and her mind to listen to. Hormones, chemical abduction, got the best of us. And well, we couldn't help it, auto drive. But the perspective is as if they're retelling the story to us as some kind of lesson or something. I don't know, but I think it makes sense. And I hated that comment a lot. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I like that. You know, I think it, it, it's very, he's very humble about it. You know, I, I think I was in a situation like this once. You think, oh, you know if you were, bro. Hey, bro, you would know, bro. You'd know. And, um, and then I like uh, this commenter, Penix, P-E-N-I-X, who said, you all have good points, good stuff. And I said, <laughs> smartest, smartest dude in this whole thread. Oh, that's someone's uncle. That's someone's cool uncle. Hey, I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers, but I, I think you all have some good points. Hey, hey, good stuff, boys. Good stuff, boys. Good stuff. Anyway, I'll be in the garage smoking Swiss of Sweets. <laughs> good stuff, boys. Hey, good stuff, boy. <laughs> good stuff. All, boys. all these boys, they got some good stuff. These boys, these are good boys. I'm so alone. Aren't we all? I got three bullseyes in a row. No one here to see them. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff, boys. Good stuff, boys. Me being boys out here in the garage by myself. Just by myself. Just out here. Smoking swish or sweets. Smoking a swish. (laughs) Getting three bullseyes. Nobody saw it. Half a Labatt gone. I'm wasted. All right. (laughs) I mean, half a case of (laughs) Labatt. Just half a Labatt. 
Could be a keg. Could be a he bottle. A, he had a salad for lunch. That is up to your uncle well, brand. That's up hey to man, your uncle uh, brand. The doctor says I need to take better case of myself. Better case of myself? <laughs> you better take better case of yourself. Oh, well, I got a case of myself right now. <laughs> oh, boy. How long has it been since we've done an album that we've avoided with oh, extensive just bits? Extensive bits. It's, it's, been, it's been a while. I'll say that much. Because... Yeah, it's it's tough to really grab hold of anything here, you know? I'm just holding on to the side of the runway. Wow, <laughs> you are. Oh my god, Lauren. Matt and I are ready to walk down it. <laughs> and I can't imagine a better song to do that to than one called Eyes Radio Lies. Fuck off. No way. I didn't name it. Ah. Oh, that god. was super loud. That was a little loud. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. I'm okay. Let me guess. Eyes! <laughs> oh no. Lies. I I wish. You wish? I wish. So this is uh, one of those classic songs where I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about what these lyrics mean and I'm like, oh, how how ahead of their time was Orgy here talking about radio waves coming from your phone? You know, this is pre-smartphone, you know, talking about, they're talking about drones, they're talking about all these things. And then I go to the comments. Commenter Nixo says... Jay said in an interview that when he was a child that he thought they were there were people in his car radio, which slowly evolved into the idea that, since everyone has a radio in their car, the government planted cameras in car radios to spy on people. This idea was mixed with the idea of the artificiality of people. Jay is a hottie sticking th- tongue out emoji. Yeah, he thought there were people in the radio. He thought they were in there, whole little band playing all those songs is fleetwood yeah. mac in the glove box that only happens in shining time station an indian in the cupboard but lindsey buckingham is in your radio oh 100 percent. well that's why i keep putting little pieces of cheese in my car radio <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep lindsey to fed i have to feed lindsey buckingham his, he's doing such a good job these songs this 100 percent colby diet yeah. Sometimes he gets a piece of Gouda. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I gotta keep him fed. He's doing a great job. These songs. These songs. These songs. Oh man. Jenny, what'd you think of Eyes Lies? Uh, Eyes Radio Lies. I at this point am like, 
I get it. I get it, boys. It's a fine album. These are fine songs. They're not for me. They're so same samey. So same samey. Absolutely. Summer of same. <laughs> this is a horror movie I wish someone would write uh, about me having to listen to this album. <laughs> it's just son of same. And just, just, I, I get murdered by orgy because they did the same song. 13 times i just imagine album. i just imagine you know you and mitch are like walking down like some dark street and mitch is like is this a new song and you're like no this is oh no this is a new song it sounds like the song before it what and then somebody gets stabbed yeah yeah, yeah. a very well we're walking down the runway together I would say. oh man Ooh, that's a, that's a that's a cutting edge fashion show yes and i get Couples. stabbed by the same outfit i'm wearing <laughs> it comes from somewhere else oh my gosh um all right let's just keep it going all right saving faces up next saw waves Let's see if I get that. I've seen the future. The future is so lovely. A lovely lady walks into a room. Saving faces. And the faces and the runway in the fashion show. And you got handles on your boobs. Saving faces. Oh, here's a new song. Not close, I guess. Matt, I loved it. Jenny, I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. We just turned it down. <laughs> There's no way. The actual song is better than what you guys just made up right there. People Seven at home, passes. they made that. So, they made those lyrics up. Jenny, incredible. There's the thing. Background vocals, underrated in the yeah. world of music. People don't talk about the importance of good backing vocals. Michael Anthony of Van I Halen. I fucking was thinking about Van Halen. <laughs> Van Halen's amazing, <laughs> and part of it is that backing vocal from Michael Anthony. That Let's talk ooh, about Van Halen for on Dance oh. the Night Away. Come on! Oh boy! All timer. Oh. The so fucking all timer. I, I think oh. maybe we've never all agreed on something so, <laughs> so much. adamantly. Oh man, that the the work of Michael Anthony on those Van Halen records is is divine. And and the thing about Van Halen, especially the David Lee Roth era, is you put on one of those songs. And then you start scrolling and you're like, yeah, why don't I listen to another one? And the next thing you know, you're listening to I'll Wait and you start wondering, you start saying things to yourself like, is this the best song? <laughs> is this the first episode of All Halen? Halen <laughs> 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 experience. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, man. I um, yeah, Again, we are avoiding the album we're listening to. Which I'm yeah, fine with. You know, I'm listen. Great with it. This song has a solid chorus, but I wrote in my notes, we are not fucking the game up here. <laughs> we are I not. will say, Lauren, I'm beginning to suspect that your commenter dead on songmeanings.com because he said, I think this is about a model girl in the fashion world. They're always thinking in her image and everyone's going to get really worried if they aren't in anymore. 
Are you or are you not commenter dead? Because I could find out. Because I, I am. To all I am. The data on this. I am not commenter dead. Uh, for one, I was not commenting on July thirteenth, two thousand two. How do you even know? I I just know that in the summer of o two, I was working at Chuck E. Cheese in July of two thousand two. I'm listening to Untouchables on a loop. And then when Untouchables isn't playing, I'm listening to Ashanti Foolish and Nellie Houghton here, which was played on the hour, every hour, on any pop radio station. If you didn't hear it, the police came to your house and they made you listen to it because <laughs> everyone was listening to those two songs that summer. All right. I don't I don't make oh, the rules. Good gracious ass is bodacious. Indeed. Good gracious. Your alibi checks out. I guess you're not dead, but they I'm not dead. did say that it was about a model girl in the fashion world. Yeah. Listen, people could just read these lyrics and see that that, that what he's talking about, you know, about this Euro fashion phase getting, oh, she's getting wasted again. Oh, those models. As they do. Is this Jay Gordon's version of Tyra's We Were All Rooting For You? I could have been. <laughs> uh, oh, I think of that every single time somebody fucks up. Oh, yeah. Like, you you better not. And I'm like, oh, my God. We were all rooting for you. I think I sent it as a gift to somebody the other day. They like made like some minor mistake. And I was just like, we're rooting for you. How many songs are left? Three. Three. Let's A get hard three. Let's do it. Don't don't challenge me to don't get Don't have to ask songs. me twice. Recreation is up next. This is a recreation of their past songs. So it is. Fair title. Down in the park with the madman. The machines go clearly by numbers. Down in the park in a place called love. Wow. I mean, it is. It's Gary uh, fucking Newman. Like the white trash bitch controls you, is what he said. Oh, how dare she? Hey, uh, who's controlling you over there? You seem a little out of control. Who's controlling you? Uh, Tanya. The white trash bitch? <laughs> yes, fucking me. Uh, Tanya, stop Sit controlling down. him. Stop controlling him. I can't help it. I just uh, grew up on a trailer park. <laughs> Sit down. Where, where? What? Where? I don't know. Somewhere poor. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm from. <laughs> we couldn't afford any maps? Yeah. No, you couldn't. Just you couldn't. came to life. So so, how did you know how to get anywhere if you didn't know I, where you were? I found these things under me. People tell me they're called feet and these things, <laughs> and I just scooted around. Tanya, have you, when someone asks you for directions, what do you do? I just spin around in a circle and laugh. Point, I don't know. 
Tanya, you seem like an incredibly unhelpful person who I cannot believe is in control of anything. Dad. She's in control of me, man. I can't help I, myself. Sit down. I'm sitting. <laughs> he sits well, down when I say sit down. Well, I get that seems like the one you can trust. I mean, a sit down. Yeah. That, that seems like a pretty safe move. Yeah. Tanya, what do you pop? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> Oh boy! She just downed a two liter of rock and rod. Incredible! Right asleep. Right asleep. The only person I've ever met who downs, yeah, a ton of caffeine is like, well, I'm tired. Tanya from Parts Unknown. Yeah, no, she just, I don't know. How respectful of our time is this album? Oh, this song comes in at fifty three minutes and fifty seven seconds. I'm feeling every moment of it. It's true. We've done um, some of that to ourselves. We have. True. By we getting have. off the rails. We have. Uh, but we do have a couple songs left, so mm. I guess let's listen to those. Uh, song 12 is called Chasing Sirens. meeting um i was uh i was thinking if we were to put one song with a little bit of distortion and just a little bit of chug and a little bit of new metal sound uh how how late in the album should we put it Uh, it how many tracks are we putting on this thing uh we're gonna do i'd say a 13 plus a secret song what uh you know that's what i was thinking Uh, could we rock it at what are you thinking lucky 12 lucky 12 i'm thinking 12 lucky 12 perfect all right well, good meeting. I'm uh, I don't want to brag, but uh, I might be having a three-way later. Mm. <laughs> Look at you. You uh, better believe our name is working. <laughs> ah, that's right, Amir to rock. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, Jenny, what'd you think of this song? All right, I have a hot take on this song. Ooh! So this is by far the most new metal, closest to new metal, only thing with any distortion on it, right? Uh huh. It's called "Chasing Sirens." It says, "If you need to change your style sometimes to please and satisfy, they'll call you a hypocrite." I think chasing the siren is chasing the new metal sound because they say, "Everyone look at me chasing sirens, demanding their attention so selfish." So are they as a band then with this song mocking people who try to do a new metal sound 
even if that's not what they are, just because that is the popular genre at the time. I think you cracked it wide open. Thoughts. I think think you did it. I think that's, I think that's a pretty good take. I think that's a really good take on it. And you know what? I don't want to, I agree with you. I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to fight because there's enough fighting in the comments on songmeanings.com. You're right. There is a war in the comments uh, between Emil Stone and Penix, or Penix, or however you want to call it. Uh, uh, Emil Stone says, I think this song is about someone who is extremely arrogant and brags to everyone. They are always proud of their work to a very extreme degree, snapping the sleepers into motion. Equals, maybe they want to show people how great they are so badly that they wake people up from sleep. I know my system would change and I'd give up. Sticking out tongue emoji. And Penix says, I agree about the arrogance, but I don't know about waking people up, shiz. Emil, uh, about that waking people up, shiz. Emil Stone, no one needs you. Just go die, smiley face. What? Wow. And Emil Stone says, shut up, Penix. I was only being sarcastically, unreasonably literal, you gullible loser. Got him. Wow. That's a got him. I mean, uh, that's, that's an incredible got him. That's a really, I mean, being sarcastically, unreasonably literal. I only mean, those a, are common, just toss them around phrases. Listen, only a gullible loser wouldn't realize that. <laughs> you fucking idiot. What a gullible loser. Uh, what a gullible loser. We've got one song plus secret track. One song left. One song That's exactly right. One song. It's Where's Gerald? Chorus though. He's really going for it with these lyrics on this one. Just really just trying to create wild imagery. Honestly, this song's lyrics sound like how Ready Player One looks, which is a <laughs> mess. And also how the album art looks now that you mention it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. That's it. That's it. They predicted Ready Player One. What a thing to predict. Um, cause yeah, trapped in Wonderland suspension, transmissions from the Micronaut girl. You're a visual illusion like Christmas. Hmm. Let's unpack that one for a minute. 
I mean, Christmas seems pretty real. To some. Maybe not to others? I don't know. I don't understand that when you're a visual illusion like Christmas. Maybe they're saying that Christmas seems like one thing, but is actually another thing. This is probably a wake-up sheeple situation. Mm. You get that one day off, but really maybe you should be using it for something important. Instead of just giving gifts, you could give true things to others instead of a sweater. Is this an anti-Christmas song? Take that commercialism. Wow. And yet Christmas has survived since the year How? 2000. How? <laughs> wow. How? After where's Gerald? <laughs> the fucking knives out approach. If you go one letter down in the alphabet, it's where's Harold? <laughs> <laughs> or where's Harold? <laughs> How did I not piece this together till now? Apparently, Gerald Gerald um, is a friend of the band. Where is he? He lives in New Orleans. Oh, we found him. All right. There you go. Found him. Track 13 solved. Uh, Right. And so um, if you have the normal ass version of this album, that's it. It's done so. Mm -hmm. But if you've got an early pressing, which your boy got here, then you get a secret track called The Spectrum. Secret track was very different from the rest of the album. It sounds like a song that could have been on the first album. Or well, this album. According to commenter, YouTube commenter, that which never was six years ago, Oof. she says, or, or I would say if they were, let me just go ahead and say what they said, which is, why didn't the whole fucking Vapor Transmissions album sound like this? 
This is what orgy should have gone on to sound like after candy ass. Okay. There's definitely something I'm missing because to me, this sounded like everything we just listened to. This there sound- was a little bit oh. more of like a smack, smack, smack happening. Yeah. Other than the extra smacks. What did it sound like to you? It sounded more rougher edged. The chorus didn't have a, it's not a smooth transition to the chorus. It's more abrupt. It just has more of, yeah. I mean, I would say that slap is significant. Mm. And also the lyric in the song, slapping our faces and laughing away at us all. And then he goes, what does this mean? Um, he also brings up. <laughs> he falls off a cliff. Yeah, he falls off a cliff. Um, he also says, uh, uh, I get excited by the signs. As the provider of random sex, you're getting skeptical. Hmm. Um, which, uh, what a job. What do you do here? Uh, I'm, I'm the janitor. What do you do? I don't, I, I've never seen you at the meetings. What, what do you do around here? Provider the random science. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So, just write it down. All right. Um, well, guys, that's the album. That's Vapor Transmission, baby. Wow. And, I keep uh, thinking Vapor Trails every time because that's a Rush album. I don't blame you. Thank you. Now it it's is the ta- end of the album. It is the end of the album. It is now time for Cannon Talk. About the cannon. Lauren. Yeah. You go first. Okay. Me. I wrote that Orgy do not take many chances with this album. <laughs> uh, about the halfway through, it starts to get real samey, and it feels longer than it seems. Not a terrible listen, but not in the canon. Jenny? I agree. Uh, I didn't hate listening to this album. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's very, very, very samey. The only new metal thing in here seems to be a very much like, you want us to be new metal? And that's not how how we want our new metal. I want my new metal sincerely. I want you to care about giving me chug. I don't want chug by obligation. Yeah. Don't insult me, Jay Gordon. No. Or I guess more realistically, that would be Ryan would be insulting us with the chug. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, thank you. Didn't hate listening to it, but definitely nothing for the canon. Matt? God damn it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) This song... Let's put my blog party in the new metal junk drawer. Just kidding. Matt, I, Matt, Jenny, I'm just tell you right now. This song sounds like an audio crime. I cannot <laughs> believe this is a real song. I can't believe that people got into a studio and took like time out of their lives. They loved it. Someone wrote the lyrics to this song, probably out on paper. At Clarence this point. Carter sat down, wrote Stroken, got all of his buddies like this one's going to be a fucking hoot. I have to say anybody who's ever wrote a song about just like straight up having sex had their task cut out for them. Very specific kind of personality. This dude wrote about 
sounds like you know yeah i i this sounds like um if the people that wrote grandma got run over by a reindeer were tasked with writing a sex song that's what this sounds like to me and i wouldn't task the people who wrote that song to write any other songs let alone a sex song this is uh i would say i mean it really if anything though this song does make vapor transmissions look even better because i mean listen we've in our travels, our many, many episodes, we've heard some bad songs, but I'm going to be real. This stroking song might be one of the worst things I've ever heard. <laughs> I will say no song we've ever heard other than stroking has made me feel more gross about my childhood. <laughs> and that's an accomplishment. Yeah, it really is. But oh, I have man. a quick question. Yeah. Have you ever made love on a couch? Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes. What? Everybody. I, think, I feel like anybody who has ever made love has made love on a couch. Yeah. I feel like that's not even like. I feel like. Of a car? Oh, yeah. And yeah. when a cop comes up to me and asks me what I'm doing because I'm white, I get to say, <laughs> I'm stroking. And he lets you go with a warning. Oh, it, with glee, he lets me go because I'm a white woman. It's a cop's dream. <laughs> A white woman. <laughs> I'm stroking. Ah. Oh, man. I don't know if that'd work now. Uh, Probably. Uh, depends I, on the neighborhood. Yeah. Well. Well, check out the, the music video if you ever have a chance, because there is a claymation devil dancing in it. So I am so mad <laughs> hearing about the fact that it made a video, that it's claymation. I want to okay. call. I want to call the police right now oh and my test God. this theory. If it makes theory. you feel any better, I've not seen the video for this either. Oh, <laughs> well, it's live action with claymation in parts. It's like women booty dancing, and yeah, it's something. Burn the negatives. That, Burn that the negatives. Think, does that mean that you think that vapor transmission should be in the canon, Matt? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just Jack. as much as Lauren thinks "Stroking" is a terrible song, I think "Vapor Transmissions" should not be in the canon. Uh, I think I said it earlier. I feel like, from a genre standpoint, they are treading zero percent new ground. It sounds great, uh, which it's kind of a shame that they had such great production when. Other bands that did something similar didn't have the production that they did when this style of music was more popular. Um, it just feels repetitive, and uh, it wasn't for me. Uh, I would go back to the things uh, that were better touchstones for my life. But if Vapor Transmissions uh, lit your wick, then baby, who am I to stop you? Let it burn. Let it burn. So there you have it. That is this episode of Roach Coach coming to its conclusion. Thank Stroking. you so much. Oh, Jesus. Have I'm... you ever made love? <laughs> Generally, I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Have you ever touched a woman? What's that like? Oh, one time I accidentally brushed my neck up against the doors. Stroking. <laughs> I mean, asking if you ever done it on a couch is like really like 
this yeah this person's done he's nothing. just trying to relate this is a man he's he has no friends he's, he's an r&b blues singer who uh was just trying to i don't know broaden his audience all i'm saying is have i done it on the couch yeah yeah how many couches is more the question what kind of couch herman miller Oh, sorry, buddy. I fucked on your couch. Hey, Herman. Art Van, don't even look at me. Mr. Lazy Boy. Oh, I wasn't a lazy boy. <laughs> you know what Although I mean? sometimes I was. <laughs> oh, you're the Gardner. type of guy. You're the type of guy who's like, get on top. Get on top. I had a long day. Long day. Gardner White. More God, like Gardner got in tight. Yeah, Gardner. Yeah, I I uh, got in uh, some bushes that day. <laughs> I will say that. Value City Furniture. Rather forget that day. Are you, just, are, are you just listening? listeners at this point? Don't worry. <laughs> this episode won't ever end. You're in it for life now. Vapor Trail. Not in the canon. More like snail trail from that pea juice. You know what I mean? Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's why. Uh, that's, that's, that might have to be it. Lauren, <laughs> thank you. Jenny, thank you. Matt, Matt thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Make an answer for the cure